Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory, as always it's me Jack. And it's me Colin. Uh, Jack, how are you? You alright? Yeah, I'm not bad mate, yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm good we're recording this quite early in the week, so I'll hopefully get it out earlier to the patrons who are our most important people and they are the people that are going to get uninterrupted service the next couple of weeks as we go patron only for at least a fortnight, I think it is Jack. Um, we're going to keep battering out the weekly shows, but just on Patreon rather than the public feeds. Um, the reason for that, we want you to join the Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> so, let's uh, not beat about the bush. It's totally transparent. We're going to stick a couple of shows behind a paywall that you can get for free for a week. So dip your toes in, listen to the back content if you want to do that, and then fuck off. That's cool. Um, but hopefully you forget to cancel that subscription, basically. That's yeah, we will come back to the free feeds in a fortnight or yeah. so. We'll just experiment with this and see what we can do to drive up the old Patreon numbers. As good as they are, they can always be better, for sure. Exactly, exactly. Now, this show is... The, the title's going to be Every South Park Controversy. And just as a disclaimer right at the beginning, you, you don't need to be... A South Park fan, you don't need to have seen these episodes. These are just episodes that have got some quite interesting stuff involved in them that we can have a, a bit of a conversation about because although I've watched, I've seen most of these episodes, I don't remember them all specifically. I don't like hold them in high regard. Some of them I haven't seen, but I do think that some of the, the content basically or some of the stuff that's involved or why they've been seen as pretty controversial, as pretty interesting. So, like I said, you don't need to be a South Park fan to hopefully enjoy this conversation we're going to have because I don't think you've seen many or any of these. No. Um, so I, I wouldn't describe myself as a South Park fan. Um, I enjoyed it when it started and I absolutely adored the movie. Adored the movie. But for reasons I don't really know, I have never watched any other South Park since the movie. Mm. Um, I think I just went out on an absolute high with it and there's always been other stuff that's been more of a priority to watch or catch up on so the vast majority of this stuff I won't be aware of, I won't know but we're not really here to talk about South Park we're going to talk about what the controversy was and see where that conversation goes I suppose so in that way I think you're right you don't have to be a South Park fan or know it at least I hope so or else you're going to be doing a solo pod this week Jack so see how it goes <laughs> Well, that's it. Can you remember when it sort of first came out? You would have been in about first or second year at school. Yep, I remember it. I remember it being... Suddenly it appeared and it appeared with merchandise. The merchandise was all available right away as well. Uh, posters, T-shirts, plush toys were the big ones. I remember I had a friend, I won't name him, but I had a friend who had this amazing agreement with his mother that... She used to basically just give him the child support money every fortnight because in her head, that was his money and he deserved it and it was for him. Right. It, it, never, it didn't enter her head that that money was to help support him. It was to buy him food and all that. She just gave him this money. So this boy had so much pocket money when we were kids. And I remember going to his house and he had the four guys, these little kind of squishy plush toys uh-huh. sat on top of his TV in his bedroom. And I just thought, yeah, jammy bastard. Um, but yeah, t-shirts, plush toys, key rings, everything all at once. And at that age, first year, you're still quite young, you're childish, you're immature, and you like it, not because you so much you find it funny, you probably don't get all the jokes probably, 
but you, you like it because it's rude, because it's different, and because it's offensive. Well, that was it because, like, obviously, The Simpsons was like the biggest cartoon franchise in the world at the time, and there was nothing sort of backing that up or against it. And uh, the idea that there would be like adult specific cartoons was kind of you kind of had Beavis and Butthead, right? So that I was kind of them. I, I wasn't them. A, wasn't a massive fan. I do kind of remember enjoying the film again. The film was alright, yeah, because I was probably like. At that age, where it was a cartoon for adults, it's yeah, all adult and, stuff, yeah, and you were laughing at them singing about lesbian seagulls and stuff like that because uh-huh. you were you were a wee idiot, you were a wee guy, um, yeah, yeah. But nah, I never enjoyed. Part part of the, part of the problem with Beavis and Butthead was the music was terrible. Well, it did start as a sort of MTV type thing, where they yeah, went, it was mm. awful. It, yeah, it wasn't great. Like I wasn't particularly into the music at the time. I might have, like, maybe if I get into it when I was like seventeen or eighteen, I might have had more appreciate appreciation Maybe. and inverted commas for the music. But yeah, there, there was no real adult cartoon. So this sort of filled this hole that nobody knew needed filling, basically. And that's kind of what kind of why I suppose South Park has continually been at the forefront of adult cartoons. This consistency of release this consistency of controversy and one of the sort of main reasons that they can keep doing it and get away with it is because the company Viacom basically gave them a billion dollars yeah and said fucking hell go do what you want yeah it's also the way in which it's made means they can be very very current with what's new in the news what the biggest issue is, they can basically turn an episode out in a week or two about the latest big news story, which I think definitely helped them over the years as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Have you have you seen that documentary? I think it's called Seven Days to Air or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. And it's basically just them five or six days churning an episode out. And we will get to some of the episodes that hit kind of so hard on the head at the time that people thought are oh, too soon. Basically, yeah, but they, they, they kind of knew what they were doing. And looking back to the early episodes, the first sort of like, like maybe three or four seasons were kind of tame in, in, in comparison, basically, to what was what was to come out. But again, at the time, it was so shocking that like the very first episode got screened, and supposedly it might be myth, three people ended up crying at the sort of the first episode, like they were so upset at how disturbing and sick it was that they burst into tears and had to leave the theatre. Now, I don't know if that just feeds into the mythology of South Park. I don't quite believe it, but the the guys that that started it, um, Trey and Matt, very good at fucking knowing what would get likes, even though there was no likes back then, what would get views what yeah. would get traction, what would get people in the school ground speaking about what they'd watched before. They hit the nail very much on the head very early on. I think looking back at it, though, I don't think anybody at the time was watching it in the early early seasons and thinking, this isn't offensive, this isn't cutting edge, this isn't bad. It just got worse in that regard as it got on. Because I think at the time people were thinking, oh God, how bad can this show be? This show is set, they've got these children swearing, they're talking about this, they're talking about that. And it was as bad as it got at that time. 
we just didn't realise just how far they were going to push that uh, envelope, basically, of how bad they could be and how non-PC they could be, how nasty they could be about certain things and stuff like that. Well, very much so, because obviously the first sort of three seasons, there was three seasons before the film came out. And obviously pushing boundaries on TV with your parent company looking over your shoulder, you couldn't push those boundaries that far. But film boundaries are different. You you can push them much further. And that's when bigger, longer, uncut came out. And I think they wanted to name it something else before they brought it out. And for the life of me, I can't remember, but it involved the word hell. I think it might have been all hell breaks loose. Right, okay. And because of the word hell, the NPAA said, no, you can't have that in your in your title, basically, as a cartoon. So they called it Bigger, Longer, Uncut, <laughs> which is basically a willy joke, right? Yeah. But they didn't notice that, and they passed that as the title, and they let it release as Bigger, Longer, Uncut, and they started pushing boundaries where films could. So, for example the NPAA wouldn't release a film that had any more than 400 swear words in it. And you bet you know exactly without knowing how many swear (laughs) words are in that film. Is it 399 by any chance? Of course it is. Uh, (laughs) Of course it is, because that's that's what that's what they do. And once they'd pushed that boundary and managed to get that into the mainstream market, it was kind of like fucking gloves off. And season four of South Park is basically an attack on the beliefs of everybody. <laughs> like, they didn't give a fuck. This was in 2000, so this was, the, this was 23 years ago, basically, that this stuff came out. It was a complete... There was no specific... There was no like, specific themes that people got annoyed about. It was just a case that the film went mad... And then they thought, right, okay, the film's done it, so we may as well just attack everybody. And there was like four, I think it was three or four episodes in season four that at the time got basically completely banned. Like, they showed it once, like they released it on the network. Yeah. And then after that said, like, we can't show that again. And I don't think, that because obviously there was a delay back then between American shows making it over here, yeah, so Sky banned a lot of it. Yeah, Sky banned all over here. Yeah, like one of the, the sort of first ones that got banned was the Nambla episode, which you, you might not have seen, but Nambla, N A M B L A, is basically is, is a real organisation. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. I'm, I'm not sure if the fucking acronym that they gave it, but Nambla is an organisation in America, but they've basically named it North American Man-Boy Love Association. <laughs> so it's basically about guys, paedophiles, loving, loving loving young boys. Yeah, and it's all about Mr. Garrison, really, wasn't it, this one? Uh, the, like, again, I've not watched these episodes that much. Mr. Garrison might have been involved, but the wee sort of creepy scientist guy, do you remember him? Mm-hmm. Who was sort of based on the Jurassic Park sort of, not like, really. created creatures and stuff like that. Anyway, he was like the, one of the sort of main members of it. And again, it was about, it was a paedophile, it was basically. So Sky banned that. You couldn't watch that. 
And then there was actually an episode that was kind of ahead of its time. It was called uh, Chef Goes Nanners. Right. It, was, it was all about Chef, like, wanting to change the the flag, basically. Right. And at the time, a lot of people said, oh, no, that's racist because Chef is dressed up as a sort of African guy and stuff like that. But in 2023, it's basically what's happening. It's basically like, oh, you can't show that flag, you can't do that, you need to pull down these yeah. statues. But this was this was twenty three years ago that they were suggesting this stuff, suggesting this stuff, and very good at sort of highlighting it and pointing a finger towards hypocrisy or underlying issues that were that were there that people really didn't want to speak about. And similar when it came to the episode in that season, basically. Do do the handicap go to hell? Which, on the face of it, you might think, oh, they're taking the piss out of handicap people, but they're not. That 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 episode was like a full blown attack on Christianity, right? Like, okay. Can you get into heaven if you can't speak? If you can't admit your crimes, like the handicap can? Are you fucked then? So do they automatically go to hell? Which I think again, I think. Without blowing their like the, the creators' trumpets, just miles ahead of their time, yeah, and absolutely. pointing fun at stuff. But you don't remember you you don't even you weren't even watching it at this point. So I wasn't me. I, I genuinely just I don't know what it was, but after the film, I just switched off to it. I think I told myself that. So the film would have come out what two thousand and nineteen ninety nine. It was. 1999, so I'd have been 15 or something like that. Aye. I watched the film, 16 probably, and just thought, I'm done with South Park now, I don't, that's immature, I'm, I'm too cool for that probably. And how wrong was I, because I, I've missed some really, really good stuff, and some of my best friends now love it, quote it, still watch it now. But I, I just completely fell away from it, mate, completely fell away from it. And I, I think I saw the, the I saw the Kanye West episode, because I wanted to be annoyed by it. So uh-huh. I watched that, and I think that's really the only modern one I've seen. The Fish Sticks episode? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so that, that, that doesn't even come up on this list, because you're getting to 2001, right? The word shit. How inoffensive is that? The word shit. It's, in terms of swear words, it's pretty mild, isn't it? I'd, I'd say, in terms of British swear words anyway, the only thing less than shit is probably ass and bugger. Yeah, I, like it's on it's on that level, right? Bloody hell! Oh, fuggery! You know, it's like <laughs> it's kind of like on that level. But back in two thousand and one, so this South Park episode called "It Hits the Fan," where they say the word "shit" one hundred and sixty-two times. Shit used to be one of the words before then that would get bleeped on telly. Yeah. I remember this new story. Yeah, yeah. So they would bleep it. And they were they were going to bleep the word shit in this episode, but they put they put it in that many times, basically just to show how it's just a word and how inoffensive yeah. it is. So they put it in one hundred and sixty two times, and it it didn't get bleeped once, and it basically changed the the television landscape twenty odd years ago that you could say shit. You could now say shit, and it was just allowed. Yeah, it was just allowed, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just quickly looking through what we've got on here because I've just remembered one other episode that I've seen. Right. I'm just looking to see if it is mentioned on here or not. I don't think it is. Um, 
the, the other episode of South Park that I've seen that I was told to go away and watch, and I did, and I loved it, was Cartman feeding the chili to the bully. Right, okay, that that that'd have been Scott Tenement as a bully. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. So again, that 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 didn't make the controversial list because nobody really, no, like Cartman's like a horrible wee fucking idiot. So like feeding somebody's parents to him, yeah, wasn't that a big a deal? Wasn't like, that nobody, controversial? Really? No, wasn't that controversial? That'd have been round about season four or five. So this would have been round about the the same time as. Uh, another episode called Proper Condom Use. Right. And again, this got described by the American NPA or whatever as being dangerous to democracy. And Sky, again, didn't air this episode where really there's not... There's not that much to it. There's not that much to it at all. It's basically about like sex education in school and how bad it is. Right, okay. And where you go and find your your sex education isn't in fucking school where they're rolling a they're rolling it onto a fucking banana or anything like that. It's just not <laughs> that's just not it's, where it happens. When you think about it though, like sex education, school is the absolute worst place that you could possibly try and teach a bunch of kids about sex education because the, the girls are going to be embarrassed and the boys are just going to fucking laugh and make yeah. a joke of it. Like, it's just, it's, I get why they do it in school because it's a place where all the kids are at the one time, but I just don't see how it ever works because it's, the condoms come out, the teacher that's never swore before starts talking about sex and he's get, hit, hit the giggles and it's just I bizarre. Don't, I, see, I, I, I don't remember ever having, I don't, there was never a specific sex education class and again, my memory might be failing me here. It was either rolled into like science a modern studies class yeah, or like a science class. Yeah, biology or something like that. Maybe it was, it was maybe biology. Like, look at the yeah. uterus, look at the willy, look yeah. at the penis. It was rolled into that, or it was. It might have been rolled into some sort of like modern studies class or something. It was like oh, AIDS yeah. is spreading. Of course. Yeah. So put this on, and they whipped a banana. I don't know, but like I say, my memory's failing me. But there was definitely not like a sex education class, like on its own. No. No, they just tried to like stealth it into your education. Totally. <laughs> oh, Fucking mad madness! Exactly, exactly. Next episode, the title probably gives it away, which is Jared has AIDS. Yes. Do you even remember this sort of being controversial at the time? I do remember a, a sort of South Park AIDS scandal type thing. Yeah, so what um, it was was... they were talking about it. Yeah, so it was and at the I'm time... I'm going to assume Jared's a gay fella. No, Jared was, uh, at the time, he was the poster child for Subway. The... Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a horrible bastard, him now. Yes, and this is the thing, right... Because at the time, he was the poster boy for, or if if you eat Subway, you can lose all sorts of weight. Uh-huh. And they were pounding him at the time for having AIDS, as in people that helped you. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, they've got background information about people in Hollywood, and yeah. they knew at the time that 
this Jared guy was a horrible cunt. Yeah, because he's, not, he's, he's in jail for 18 years or something like that. He's... Yeah, all these controversies came out years after this episode. Yeah, but they knew clearly. They clearly they knew. Clearly knew that yeah. he was horrible, so they decided to basically put out an episode saying he had AIDS. But he was um, Subway also sponsored WWE or WWF right. at the time, and he was actually a character on TV a lot of the time. He would turn up in the crowd holding a Subway sandwich and get involved in the action and stuff like that for weeks at a time. Uh-huh. And he's one of the, he's one of the ones they've completely airbrushed from history. He doesn't but, exist. He's been, he's been Benoit, but South Park knew. Yeah, they did, obviously. That's mad. But but also, as part of this episode as well, something that, that happened was Butters. Do you know wee Butters? He might not have even been a character in the it's, early episodes. Yeah, I remember. Is Butters the one that... He's the wee blonde boy. He's, yeah, he's a he's, bit innocent and hopeless. Yes. Uh-huh. He gets battered off, off of his parents in this episode. Right. So there was a whole uproar about child abuse, basically. Because he got a down for being a little dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was a cheeky bastard, so he's dab at them. So there was uproar about that, and there was uproar about um, Jared. What I like about the Jared stuff is um, that, according to your notes here that you've put together so well, um, obviously they knew about this years and years before it, but when it did come out, Comedy Central immediately showed these episodes with him in them, back to back. That oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot I even put that in my notes because I'm not <laughs> looking at my notes. I'm just going off my head. Yeah, so they, they didn't show this episode. They showed it once and it was one of the ones that got banned. Yeah. And then when this all came out, like you said, right. showed it all day. From start to finish, the only thing that was on Comedy Central <laughs> was the Jared Has AIDS South Park episode. That's amazing. Which... On the one hand, it's funny as fuck, but on the other hand, just kind of shows you how much Comedy Central are at the whim of Viacom, who we'll maybe yeah. come back to, because that's the company that basically owns them, and they also own things to do with Tom Cruise, right, which, we'll, okay. which we'll get to, we'll get to. Um, the next one is an episode called uh, Fat Buck. A fat butt and pancake head and this was one of the first episodes that involved a celebrity and the celebrity got really pissed off right, okay. about being part of it and it was Jennifer Lopez okay because in this episode she's portrayed as a horrible cunt she's terrible to work with and all she really says is I love tacos, like that's basically that's basically our whole gig is saying, I love tacos. <laughs> like, that's what she does. Um, she got pissed off about this. And actually, she was working on set with people. And I think one of the guys mumbled next to her or said in her company, I love tacos. And she immediately fired them. Fucking hell. That's amazing. Well, so, so, so what do you think about, because obviously... You've not watched this, but what do you think about like celebrities that somebody takes the piss out of them? Nobody really notices, but then they go after that and say, oh, yeah, you can't say so, that about me. And it blows up even more because of their own stupidity for drawing attention to it. I think it's even a non-celebrity thing. I think like, if, someone, if someone was to go for you on Twitter even, Jack, or someone goes for me on Twitter, it doesn't really become a story until I respond to it. 
Well, it would be you, mate. It's not going to be me, but yeah, it could I know be you. It could be you, but um, yeah, it's if if you make attention to something, you draw attention to it, you make it bigger than it is, then it becomes a thing. And maybe they pick people purposely because they think they will react to it. Because at the end of the day, they want these celebrities to react to it. That's why they've picked Jennifer Lopez. They've picked a like a, a stereotype thing about her loving tacos because she's <laughs> um, she's, and, she's from that part of the world, sort of thing. Uh-huh. She's Puerto Rican, I think. Um, in terms of Kanye West, they, they knew he would bite on it, so they picked him. All that sort of stuff. Um, it's As a famous person, I think then, I think part of being famous and part of the lifestyle, the money, the riches and the goodness that comes with it, you, go after, you have to just accept that you're going to get bad press, you're going to get bad reviews, you're going to get shit sometimes. And I suppose this just is part of that. Yeah, because I think, I'm just actually live Googling this, because I think they took the piss out of George Clooney pretty early on. Did they not make him a gay dog or something? Yeah, and then he actually, but he actually voiced the dog. He yes. he embraced it and went, right, okay, I'll be the gay dog. And he was going, woof, 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 and it's his voice. I think, so wait a minute, what's George Clooney in South Park? George Clooney South Park guest role stands out due to the fact that it's part of the plot line that, right, okay, yeah, so he's part, he's took that and embraced it. And I think Jennifer Lopez would have been better going like that. Uh, she might have, can I be a part of an episode at some point? Can, yeah. I, like, vo- can I voice a tackle or something? Would have totally. been a much more fun response rather than sacking people for mentioning an episode oh, in your company. Listen, all she has to do, right, is her first opportunity on a chat show, on the red carpet or whatever, when somebody asks her about it, all she has to do is say, it doesn't even sound like me. Listen, I love tacos. And say it in her normal voice and say, see, they're so stupid. And then that would kill it stone dead. But she hasn't. She made it worse, which is what they're banking on. Yeah. Talking about firing and firing people in files, I'm getting really good at this. Um, Segways are good, man. Segways are good. Uh, Fires are dangerous, but, and you would want, you'd basically want your house to tell you or uh, something in your house to tell you that it was in fire or there was smoke. And AdSense is a company that do that, Colin, so they do. They do, yeah. Xsense is an innovative company providing home safety products including cutting edge smoke detectors, carbon monoxide alarms and other smart home security systems designed to keep you and your loved ones safe 24-7. They're easy to install devices, they use smart technology and it gives you the peace of mind knowing that Xsense is always on guard and you can protect what matters most with Xsense. If you visit their homepage... You'll be able to look at various star products like the SCO7 smoke and carbon dioxide detector and the XSO1 smoke detector. And there's discounts available all this month uh, on Amazon and on their website as well. Um, it's it's cracking kit, Jack. It really is. So their website is x-sense.com or if you just go onto Amazon and search for XSense, you'll find a store there and hopefully... Um, you won't die in a fire. Absolutely not. And for that's that's four weeks now. I've had the SCO seven installed in my house, and that's four weeks and no fires. Yeah, no fires as of yet. So, thank the Lord and thank Xsense for um, 
giving us a little bit of money to give them a shout out, but definitely go check them out. Next episode, mate. Next one um, is the Mormons episode, which I think is, people are aware of this because of obviously Trey and Matt's other work in that ground, isn't it, with the Book of Mormon musical that they created? Yeah, so, like, I did another show on another network called 20 Songs, and Martin came on, a friend, and he brought on this song um, from the Book of Mormon. I was like, surely this is from a musical, it's from Trey and Matt, the guys that done South Park, and it's the funniest song that I've ever heard. (laughs) Have you seen the Book of Mormon? No, I had tickets. You had tickets. Um, it got cancelled because of lockdown. And then when it got rearranged, um, for various reasons, I couldn't go. So I didn't even sell the tickets. The seats just lay empty the night it was on. But yeah, so so, so they've obviously done this episode. It's really absurd. Absurd, sorry. Like, it points to the absolute nonsense that being a Mormon is. It's belief system. It's origin story is absolutely bonkers. Do you know the origin story about a guy finding a golden tablet in the forest and shit like that? And it's yeah, like, vaguely. So the thing was, like, as part of this episode, there was a Mormon family in it, right? Mm-hmm. And the Mormon family are literally the loveliest family in the world, you know, because Mormons are like that. They generally are lovely people, yeah. Yeah, Mormons are lovely people. And the, the Mormon church actually came out after this episode was aired and sort of said, look, there's, there's actually no lasting damage. Like, this hasn't had an impact on our uptake or <laughs> they're, they're like, nobody's leaving because of this South Park episode. And you did portray us in quite a good light because we can take a slagging on the chin, unlike yeah. Scientology, which we're going to get to. We can take a slagging because... Maybe it is a little bit weird what we believe, but we believe it. And we're nice. So high five South Park. And this kinda of boiled this kinda of boiled out to nothing. Yeah. And that's why they didn't do any other Mormons episodes after that. Because they didn't it didn't bite. A, it didn't, didn't bite, no reaction. So they move on and they find somebody somebody or another group of people that will. Yeah, and some of them right. Right. The next one. The title. Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina. Yeah, so it's pretty full on this one, right? Um, Mr. Garrison goes away and um, gets a fanny. Right. So he becomes a trans woman. And they've been accused of being transphobic and we'll maybe address that later on in an episode, right? And maybe why, why they're not or maybe why it's just poking fun. But the the biggest thing about this is, they, in the episode, they cut to actual footage of a real sex change. What, like actual live action footage? Actual live action oh, footage. Of <laughs> and what they wanted to do, this is brilliant, the creators wanted to put in five minutes of this stuff because they didn't <laughs> think they had a full episode. Right. And, and Comedy Central went like that. Uh, obviously not. You can't have five minutes. There was, it's actually surprising that they managed to get fucking 10 seconds of it in because yeah. it's full on scalpel, genitals, yeah. genitals getting cut up stuff. Whoa, and, I'm just thinking about it. Uh-huh. But Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina was 
like because there's a bit of a, a bit of a lull in controversies basically like well there wasn't that many for a while and then they decided to bring out the, the sex change stuff <laughs> the, the trans stuff which we will we, we get it's going to work yeah, yeah because but, because let's be honest back then no, nobody cared about this stuff no, because it, it was so rare. So it niche? It, yeah, it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't in fashion, because that's not fair, but it just it wasn't common as it is now. Aye, nobody cared about it back then, so that didn't have much of a kick-off. The, the next one is one that's close to my, my heart, Colin. <laughs> um, Ginger Kids, it was called, and it's all yeah. about Cartman and his full-on hatred towards gingers um it's a brilliant episode man um no ginger people have no soul because he becomes like this off he becomes he becomes hitler basically when he wants to annihilate all the gingers um <laughs> <laughs> and this actually led to have you ever seen the video of the wee ginger guy that says gingers have no souls yeah uh-huh. he puts this episode of South Park down to the only reason that he got bullied his whole life. Ed... <laughs> he got bullied because he's ginger. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Ed fucking Sheeran has come out and said, oh, ever since this South Park episode, I've been getting heavy pelters. Oh, shut up, you prick. You, look at him. He's been getting bullied his whole life until he picked up a guitar. Yeah. Mate, South Park was new when I was a wee guy. I get bullied for being ginger because I was ginger. <laughs> exactly. But supposedly, <laughs> this is supposedly a real life day. It's called Kick a Ginger Day. Yeah, I've heard of this before. <laughs> and it came out after this, to be fair. So, <laughs> so this did kind of lead to Kick a Ginger Day. And yeah, there, is, there, is, <laughs> there is video footage of a wee guy saying, I just get kicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear, that's amazing. Oh, oh right, okay. This one you must have heard of. Yeah, so this next one's a big one. It's called Trapped in the Closet, which is a which is a bit of a spin-off of the R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet musical opera as yeah, well. So yeah, so it's mixing that in, but it, the, the biggest thing was, like, R. Kelly's in it and he's trapped in the closet because of his song, but the biggest thing is it's a massive fuck you to Scientology. Yeah. Um, they didn't take kindly to it. No, they, they, they were furious about this. They went mad. Like some of the stuff they done was mental. They they put like private eyes on the uh, trademark Parker, trying to like find this, um, like anything that was bad against them. They were they were raiding their bins at the time because it was back then where it wasn't just all internet based. The like Tom Cruise is very. Litigious, was you know, like where just, you go, litigious. He shows a lot. He shows a lot, especially if you question his sexuality. Yeah. So they didn't question his sexuality, but they literally stuck him in a closet for like half the episode <laughs> and kept shouting, like "Dad, Dad!" Tom Cruise is stuck in the closet, and he done it. <laughs> right. uh, John Travolta was there as well. He was stuck in the closet, yeah. and they went mad for this. And what happened was, see, Viacom. Ah. Uh. They're a big, massive company that own all sorts of fucking media. They were involved at the time with the one of the Mission Impossible films. Yep. So this got aired and then didn't see the light of day for That's years and years and years. Yeah. And there was lots of controversy about 
well, it's obviously him that's saying that. It's obviously him, and they've they've always denied it. But it's one of those sort of open secrets, basically. That Tom Cruise was such a little bitch that um, he didn't want to be portrayed as being in the closet in a cartoon. That's amazing. And th- this episode also led up to Isaac Hayes, obviously who voices Chef, leaving yeah. the show because mm-hmm. he is a Scientologist himself as well. And apparently he didn't know anything about this episode, and he he wasn't he wasn't a fan of it at all. No, no, this is where it gets a bit a bit twisted, right? Because they did do a they done a, an episode about Chef leaving a couple of stop yawning, man, or at least um, put the fucking mic on. <laughs> it was a big yawn. It was a big yawn. So where was I before you rudely interrupted? Chef left the show, right? Chef's leaving episode. So they done a. They'd done an episode just after that because they can turn it around pretty quickly saying, look, Isaac, we've took the piss out of everybody on the planet until the day we take the piss out of Scientology and you leave. But this is where it gets a little bit weird, a little bit creepy. Isaac Hayes' son came out and said, um, my dad never quit the show because he had a stroke and he was in the hospital. And what his son claims is that Scientologists wrote his uh, quit letter and sent it while well, he was on in behalf, it. Half, when, he it when he had nothing to do with it, yeah. And he died like not long after this, <laughs> these episodes were aired. Fucking hell. Well, you know what? I believe the Scientologists, I believe that the Scientologists would do that. That sounds like something they would do, yeah. It absolutely does, yeah. That's mad. And it's a good point that Isaac Hayes has been part of that show since the start and he's seen every single group. Everybody getting... Yeah, yeah getting abused. Muslims, Christians, Mormons, yeah. Catholics, all of them. And then he supposedly gets pissed off. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely on it. I think that's one of the... I'm not into conspiracy theorists, but I think Scientologists printed his letter for him. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Right. Um, this has took a lot longer than I thought it was going to. So, because I'm a lazy bastard, I'm splitting this into two parts, mate. Okay, that makes sense. That's a good right. One. So, we'll wrap it up there. And then next week, which is going to be Patreon only, um, we'll cover Bloody Mary, Cartoon Wars, Hell and Earth, Jesse Jackson, The China Problem, Pinewood Derby, The Stick of Truth, Band in China and Board Girls. Excellent. See you soon. And <laughs> I will probably, I'll, you know what I'll also promise to do is try and watch a couple of them ahead of next week. Right, okay, do that. I'll try and do right. that. that. That was good. And I'd also just like to say as well that you said at the start you wouldn't need to know these, you wouldn't need to have watched it and stuff. And you were right, I didn't. And I still got it. Um, so, no, nice one. Well done, mate. Right, guys. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. (laughs) 